Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 21st of May. Data from Asia is confirming that global demand for goods is alive and well and beating expectations. Korean exports for the first 20 days of May were very strong. Obviously, there is a base effect because this time last year they were very weak, but even accounting for that, they're strong numbers. Taiwan is also seeing considerable strength in demand for electronics exports. But what about the supply chain disruption that the media are so focused on? Well, in spite of these reports, for many areas of the economy, goods seem to be leaving export countries and arriving at import countries and finding their way through to consumers. As a case in point, UK retail sales for April were significantly stronger than expected. And the UK is, of course, a net importer of consumer goods. Even with the aftermath of the interminably tedious EU-UK divorce, global supply chains seem to be functioning well enough to meet a super-strong surge in UK retail demand. Over time, the export demand for goods is likely to slow as consumers shift back to spending on services. Over the longer term, global trade is likely to fall as a share of global GDP as environmental efficiency and localization reduce trading goods. This has a bearing on global taxation. If globalization is gradually replaced by a more efficient localization, then countries have less of an incentive to race to the bottom with their corporate tax rates. Globalised production in a single large production centre gives countries an incentive to offer very low tax rates to attract investment. Localised production, where companies have an incentive to produce close to their consumers, makes low tax rates less compelling. To this end, the United States is now suggesting a 15% minimum global corporate tax rate. The number had been mentioned before at 21%, but that appears to have been causing problems with tax havens like Ireland. ECB Chief Economist Lane, who like all chief economists should be treated with reverence and respect, was speaking yesterday. Consistent with almost every economist and central banker in the markets, Lane was stressing the transitory nature of the current moves in consumer price inflation and pointing out that what we have at the moment isn't actually inflation, but one or two prices moving quite a bit. Inflation is a broad-based change in prices, which is telling investors that something is imbalanced in the economy. What we have at the moment is a narrow range of price changes, which is telling investors that something is imbalanced in a few sectors of the economy. Central banks need to worry about the former and should absolutely not get involved in the latter. Finally, there's been more talk on central bank digital currencies from the Federal Reserve of the United States, which has been a little slow on this particular topic. Consultations are to take place. It's important to note that central bank digital currencies are not crypto. For one thing, they're actually currencies. In fact, talk of a Fed coin is just nonsense. A US central bank digital currency would be the dollar, in the same way that printing a new design of a $10 bill is still a dollar. Separately, the US administration is proposing that transfers of crypto of more than $10,000 in real currency value 
would have to be reported to the tax authorities because, of course, changes in the spending power of a crypto may create a potential tax liability. Changes in the spending power of a fiat currency are tax-free. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.